Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conversations with Heal. This is Susan Jacoby. I hope everyone is enjoying these 15-minute inspirational interviews that will help you to discover how to make the decision to overcome childhood trauma, develop self-love, and live a life of peace and joy. I've asked our guests from our last episode to return and to continue our conversation on releasing our emotional pain. Mary Ann Angelillo is a professional speaker for the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. She is the author of the Central New York People's Choice Award book, Sharing My Stones, a memoir about her family's difficult journey to go on through the transforming power of grief, love, and faith. Marianne's website is sharingmystones.com. Welcome back to Conversations at Hill, Marianne. I'm, I'm so glad that you can be with us again. And now on our last conversation, we explored the power of sharing. And I encourage our listeners, if you haven't listened to Marianne's last episode, to take a moment out to listen to it, um, because I think it will teach you a lot of benefits to opening up your heart and allowing yourself to entertain the slightest possibility of sharing. So on today's show, I want to talk to Marianne about how we can use our guides and angels to help us on our healing journey. And I want to also ask her about how we can receive the message and the support from God and why it's so important to have him with us as we walk through our pain. Marianne, let's let's jump right back into this. And again, thank you very much for coming back to the show. I'm very grateful to have you. What has your experience been when you have allowed yourself to receive God's support? And I really want to focus on the word receive, because that is a really hard lesson for a lot of people. So I wanted to ask you about that. That's a great question for me, because how I knew that I wanted my journey to be blessed by God is because if you look out in the world of people who are wounded, so many wounded people have a hardened heart. They isolate, they close up, they don't want to share, they're not open, and maybe their pride or fear prevents them from opening up. In the last show, we talked about shame being an issue. And so, so many people, the walking wounded in our world have hardened hearts. And I knew in being close to the Lord most of my life that I did not want my heart to get hardened. So I joined a couple different groups to learn from other people. I read a lot of Christian books. Jerry Sitzer wrote a book called A Grace Disguised, How You Can Grow Your Soul Through Loss. And my entire intent when from the day my son was killed is I have to grow my heart. I have to grow my soul through this loss. I cannot become a hardened, bitter person. And I worked really hard on it. There's a saying, and it says, time heals all wounds. And I realized that time alone does not heal all wounds. It takes tremendous work. And some of the work that was involved was sharing with others in order to open my heart for compassion and some of my healing had to involve forgiveness and a lot of my healing 
I resorted to um, Christian groups, to Christian friends, to the Bible, to bereavement groups, to church groups, to keep my heart soft. I did not want to live the rest of my life with a hardened heart. I was encouraged by a Bible verse, Galatians 6, 2, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the law of God. And I realized that God wanted me to share, and he wanted me to take stones from other people as well. So this whole verse created a helpful goal for me, a journey of healing. I'm struck and I'm moved by what you were just sharing with us. And I'm reluctant to even say what I'm entertaining the same, but I feel um, very strongly like I'm I'm supposed to share it regarding the harden the heart that you were talking about. I've never really talked about dent of my abuse and my abusers, but the reason I want to share this is I I've done a lot of work to get me to where I am here. One of the things that I've done is energy work. A woman that I worked with who has done a show, shows on here, uh, Regina King, she reached out to one of my abusers energetically. And one of my abusers was my dad. The reason why I'm bringing this up and why it struck me so hard is because energetically Regina picked up from my dad that his heart was still hardened even in his afterlife, that he felt that he didn't deserve to be forgiven. He didn't deserve to to have peace. Now, I'm sure that everybody who hears that is going to have their own viewpoint of that. And, and I don't want to get into that because that's not what the show's about. You know, most wounded people basically have a choice in life. They can be a victim for forever, or they can harden up their heart, they can isolate, they can stop loving, or they can go through a recovery program to make sure that they find compassion in their life, they find people to give their stones to, knowing that that person can be trusted to not shame them, not guilt them but to say, thank you so much for telling me this. I'm honored and privileged to take one of your stones. And that creates healing. And so much of our world, um, we don't have enough venues to do this. There are, in like AA, they have a 12-step program, but a lot of people don't feel comfortable fitting into an AA room if their problem is not alcohol. So now there's like grassroots movements taking place to do a 12-step program, but yet you're powerless over something that happened to you or you're powerless over your behavior or you're powerless over resentment, whatever it is, or you're powerless over your grief. A 12-step program really using God as the muscle is an amazing tool for the wounded in, in in our world. It's really important by the example that I shared and everything that Marianne's sharing. It just really backs up the importance of 
uh, processing your pain and working through the pain. Uh, Marianne, I'm wondering if there was ever a time during your grieving that you you didn't allow God in um, or your angels to support you, to love you, to take the burden of your pain from you. I I ask this because I know that there was for me, and I'm just curious if there was for you and what that looked like. Um, I was very fortunate. When I was told a policeman had come to my husband and I and said, I'm sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Angelillo, but your son did not survive. It was it was a um, a moment of recollection. It was a moment of truth. And I was very fortunate because my first thought is that my son is with God. And his pain is over on this earth. And he is at peace. And I've been fortunate. I have never wavered from that. I'm glad that you had that that you have that support. I can't imagine going through that pain and not having that support. My parents were deeply faithful people, and they raised me from the time I was born to have faith and to believe and to pray to God. And, you know, they made sure I was educated in religion, and I always had it. I was It was a gift because I never thought I would ever need it to the degree that I did. And I thank them for that. It's amazing how our lives work out, isn't it? It is. You know, I always think there's, you know, there was three boys in that car and why me? Why me? You know, you do say that like, wow. And, and I just said, well, if Matt was chosen, then so am I. And I'm chosen and I'm going to do the best I can do with it. That's beautiful. I'm just fortunate that I have love in my heart because I can see how people can become very hopeless. I want to switch gears a little bit here and and ask you about people that you have spoken to, the people that you work with on their grieving journeys. Have you noticed a change in their lives when they open up to God and allow themselves to receive his guidance? Have you personally seen a shift in their thinking and the relief on their face, or have they shared something with you that would communicate that, that they have? Absolutely. I can't say that the people I work with I I work with a lot of people that need healing, and not all of them have experienced the death of a child, but I would say that when we um, are in a room and we're doing a recovery program that's Christ-based, and we are using basically God's program, in most cases, people come back to that room because there is the miracle of healing in that room. And it's not, it's not me, it's not human, it's divine, and it's God's spirit, and it's getting to know who God is so that you can trust the plans that he has for you. And we're really, you know, very fortunate that he left his word for us to learn from, and we use it all the time. It really can benefit us in, in so many ways. Um, I'm not suggesting that 
people who don't entertain the same belief that Marianne and I do. Um, I'm not suggesting that this is like a a way to get them to believe that. You know, that's something that you do in your own time. It has absolutely nothing to do with either one of us. We're sharing our experiences and the impact that God has had on our healing journey. And that's all we can do is share that God has been evident in our lives. And that's all we can share. For people where maybe God is distant from them right now, there are many people out there who have shared before us, written books, and they share their experience of how God has helped them in their life. And I'm just very open to receiving those stories so because they strengthen me. Now, I do have one chapter in my book called My Faith Journey, and, and I do share it. It's, one, it's only one chapter in the whole book. Definitely, you know, I've been blessed with faith, and I have used it and needed it and prayed for it. And the days that it might escape me, um, I try to get it back as quick as I can. Marianne, did you have a free gift that you wanted to offer the listeners? I would love to donate uh, my book, Sharing My Stones, and hopefully it will get in someone's hands who can then learn how to share stones. And how can they get a hold of that? They can email me at mangelillo at mac.com or go on my website, www.sharingmystones.com. And if you would just make sure you include your address and name, and I will send off a book to you. That's a a wonderful and generous gift. And I, I hope our listeners take advantage of that and be that first person who emails Marianne. I'll also put the email address on the description portion of the show so that it will be directly linked to her to make it easier for you. Marianne, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for your vulnerability and your wisdom in helping our listeners heal from their emotional pain and and sharing your pain with us so that we can not feel so alone. Yes, and that is exactly what the goal is, is that none of us should ever feel alone. Please leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to support us in reaching listeners in search of living a life of peace and joy. You are welcome to follow us on Blog Talk Radio for up-to-date announcements. Email me at susan at conversationsatheal.com to let me know how you are liking the 15-minute format. I'm here to support you on your healing journey. Above all, remember, you are a lovable and capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal.